After 13 years in the U.S. Army, Emily Hancock never thought she would find herself out on the street. As a veteran with good computer skills, she thought she was all but promised an IT job when she got back to the States. But soon after she left the service, Hancock made a major life decision. Though she had been born male, she knew she was meant to be a woman, and it was the right time to make the transition. The second I did that, every single door in front of me closed. I couldn't get a job doing anything other than waiting tables or, you know, very menial jobs. And I was treated quite poorly. Generally, people would make a lot of comments, um, be very harassing, and more often than not, I would end up having to leave because of that behavior. Last fall, Hancock was homeless and battling depression. Job prospects looked slim. But one day, her therapist told her about a promising new program. Walking down North Capitol Street after that appointment, she made another decision that would turn her life around. I happened to be by the Transgender Health Empowerment, the THE. And I was going to walk, keep walking and just go back another time because I was tired, I was depressed, I was life sucked in general. But I was there, so I took a left instead of a right. And if I hadn't walked in at that exact moment, I probably wouldn't have been put in the program. That program is Project Empowerment, a job skills training course that aims to help DC's disadvantaged groups find jobs. It's been around since 2001, but a special class was added for transgender people last year. The idea was to create a safe zone in a city that has seen a recent rash of murders and assaults targeting its trans community. Let's turn into the books. The last point we left off. In class, Project Empowerment instructors weave themes of strength and courage into their lesson plans. Work. She said it said courage because we said that courage was the greatest of all virtues. Hancock spent three weeks last October learning how to finesse her resume and pitch her skills to potential employers. At the end of the course, she was hired at DC's Office of Administrative Hearings as an IT technician. A stipend from the Department of Employment Services pays her salary of eight twenty-five an hour. But in April, that stipend runs out, and there's no room for Hancock to stay on in her current position. So she's on the market for a new job, equipped with new skills. But previous searches have left her with some scars. It's very hard to go to interviews and do really well at an interview and then walk away without a job and try to figure out what you did wrong. Was there something that I had done, or was it something that I had said, or unfortunately, is it because of who I am? Erlene Budd is a longtime advocate for DC's transgender community and a founder of Transgender Health Empowerment, the clinic where Hancock first signed up for Project Empowerment. She says Hancock's frustrating experience is not unusual. That's why a lot of times it is not a clear case where you can file discrimination because they'll say that um, we hired someone else that had, um, unfortunately, had more experience. But she says simple employer bias isn't the only hurdle when it comes to finding work. There's an all-too-common chain of events that puts transgender people at a disadvantage. In D.C., they're coming out as young as 14. And then we find ourselves doing that one thing that most people, you know, would dread, and that is commercial sex work. And, and from there, it's often a downward spiral. You find yourself drinking, using drugs, and then drinking and using drugs uh, leads to you getting probably court for prostitution, and that's why we have so many women who are in and out of the system for recidivism, and they're constantly getting arrested. She says that's why a program like Project Empowerment is so important. It helps create stability. Emily Hancock thinks D.C. is slowly warming to the trans community, and she's willing to work as hard as she can. You know, we're not looking for special treatment. We're not looking for, you know, any, we're willing to jump through all the same hoops that everybody else does. Just don't shoot at us while we're doing it. A second cycle of Project Empowerment students graduated in early April. 
Now, they're hoping to find employment, and with that, some stability. For NPR's Intern Edition, I'm Amanda Yeager.